so you know mm-hmm. louis pasteur yeah oh look at that name um made it so that sour cream was a thing is he also responsible for cottage cheese because if so that that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a negative against him yeah yeah travesty so you know drink milk don't die cool cottage mm. cheese not cool gross you have to i love cottage cheese come yeah. on are you a small curd or large curd guy? I am any curd. I just like cottage cheese. Give me all the curd. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm not a None. cottage cheese guy. No. Oh, no. It's really good. I mean, and spaghetti. I've, I've told you my problem with cottage cheese, right? Uh, no. Well, it's like bile? Well, that too. It has no identity. It has zero identity. Oh, my gosh. You can eat it with sugar. You can eat it with pepper. You can eat it with vegetables. You can eat it on fruit. a salad. You can eat it with fruit. You can yeah. have it with watermelon. You can have Spaghetti. it as a side dish. You can have it. It has zero identity. Mm. None whatsoever. Well, you can say the same thing about grits, can't you? No, grits are delicious. <laughs> you watch your mouth. <laughs> Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs. A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Woo, back to uh, the East Coast this week. Hmm. We've never done this brewery, and I'm shocked. Me too. I, but I, it's not like we can really just go pick it up. Well, I mean, no, that's true. I, I don't even know distribution uh, for Trillium, you know, where, where where they're outside of Massachusetts. How much distribution do they really have? Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't find that anywhere, quite honestly. Well, let me give you a little knowledge, because oh. I found some stuff. Oh, on Trillium yeah. Brewing Company? Dot com, maybe. I don't know. That might have been where I found it. <laughs> maybe. Uh, you can't just go pick it up. Right. You you had to bring this here. But. I did. However. Yep. If you scan through the fine print on their website, mm-hmm. you will find that you can buy the direct from the brewery, and they will ship it to these states. Okay. Massachusetts, which you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, New Hampshire, D.C., the District of Columbia, oh. Vermont, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, and then there's one other one, one other state, and it's Nebraska. What? Really? Yes. No. Yes. This is this is not a true story. It is super true. Wow. I screenshotted it. I texted it to my beer group, and I was like, we can get this here. Why are we not drinking this Wh- beer? Why? Yeah. So, after this... We'll, you know, go spend a whole bunch of money and have beer shipped to us. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, probably spendy. Hmm? Uh, and I honestly didn't look into it too much because I didn't want to know. I'm just going to say mm, it's, expensive, it's expensive. So I won't, you know, do it myself. Well, here's... Okay, so what I brought back... Oh, I was boy. in Boston. That's thick, isn't it? It is thick. That's two C's thick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was in Boston back in uh, November for a for a staffing conference healthcare staffing conference those those get pretty crazy right those were fan, they're fantastic yeah uh it was it was at a uh casino hotel there in boston it was called it was an encore which was a wind property mm. look it felt like when you walked in the doors it felt like you were in las vegas quite okay. honestly that sounds all right uh but we were within driving distance of trillium and which is downtown boston right near the boston tea party like where that took place and so 
we had a, a, a Mike's Mike Combs sister was there and drove us down there and found a place to park and walked around downtown Boston. It was fantastic. So I found there's three like tap roomy locations. Mm-hmm. There's one near Fenway. Yes, I think is not the one you went to, or maybe it is it, not the okay, one. Okay, so I went then you to. probably no. went to Fort Point. That's exactly it. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then there's one called Garden on the Greenway. That sounds fancy. Which is closed in the wintertime, but it's more of a like a outdoorsy patio sort of scenario. There's lots of other shops and stuff around there, mm. and you're kind of just walking around, and there's a place you can have some of their beer and, and have some food. Beers. Yeah, it's like a beer garden, but around some other things too. And then there's a they have a farm. Oh. And it's in North. Boy, that's a, that's a word I wrote. A long time ago. Uh, maybe it's called Storington, Connecticut. That's like a very uh, East Coast yeah, thing. That sounds yes. very posh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> North Storington, Connecticut. They have a farm there. Um, they are planning to produce all of the produce um, that they use in the restaurant. Oh. So they're, you know, farm to table sort of scenario. Mm-hmm. They are building this out. It just it looks like it's been open for about a year. They are making, their plan is to make it like a, um, like a beercation place. Like you can go there, you mm-hmm. go there on purpose. You don't just happen mm. to find it. You know what I mean? That, that too seems like a very East Coast thing. We've talked about those yeah. before. Yeah. We don't, we have one of those in Nebraska that I know of. That's like a, you can stay at the brewery place. That's Kincader, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Something like that. It's out West. That I know. Yeah. Um, but they um, are also growing some hops there. Uh, on the premises and some like uh, herby sort of stuff for you know like saison farmhouse ale that mm-hmm. sort of stuff so yep. um, that's what they do at the farm they uh, their farm I wrote this down a farm focused on regenerative holistic agriculture there you go that sounds snooty mm, yeah. kind of all right what do you think what do you think about this because I'm gonna tell you I I would have drank this I didn't while I was there I had like IPAs and stuff like uh-huh. that while I was there because that's obviously honestly that's what I know them for sure but I bought this because they would just come out that week mm. uh, and then when I saw what the ingredients on it I, I thought okay Brian's gonna like this what are we drinking first of all it it's is a coffee cake imperial stout yeah. with coffee vanilla and Vietnamese cinnamon mm-hmm. yeah yep I'm, I'm, I get the cinnamon. That's my favorite I part because I love cinnamon. Yep. Um, I love cinnamon to the fact where I would just chew big red gum nonstop. Oh, really? Just chew it when the flavor's over. Get rid of that. Mm. Get a new one. Pow. I like this. I like the the uh, the vanilla is kind of there, but the cinnamon's my main right thing. Yeah, which, which I'm a fan of. I like the on the on the label itself. There's like a little coffee and then like a little Danish, like mm-hmm. a little coffee cake looking Yum. thing. Yeah, and that's exactly what it tastes like. It's yummy. Oh, that is very good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it is thick. It's thick. It's it coating. Is. Oh, it's good, though. Um, mm. Yeah, you, this is what I want in a stout, mm-hmm. as far as the body goes. Overly cinnamon to me, but that's okay. I have, I have no problem with that. You can tell it's 11.6. Oh, I think. can? Yeah. Uh, mm. It's a little burny. Yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit, but... Mm. Not not nearly as bad as some that we've had. I had a fourteen percenter last night. Oh, that uh, and you're still here today. That's and, good. Well, it was good just a little, little, little four ouncer. That was it. <laughs> oh, okay. Four ouncer. Uh, oh. You can see in Dolan's glass because well, in yours too. I, I have the metal today. You can see where you drank. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's on the glass. In wine terms, this has good legs. Yeah. This I mean, is, it looks like you put some motor oil in that cup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is thick legs, and that's this what is, you want. Uh, 
Mm. Yeah. There's, there's all kinds of jokes there. I'm not even going <laughs> to okay. start. Uh, Trillium founded in 2013 by JC and Esther uh, T-R-T. I'm sorry. T-E-T-R-E-A-U-L-T. Tetriol. It sounded French and I blacked out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, JC and Esther. I apologize, but we'll go JC and Esther. There we go. JC and Esther Trillium. First location was in Fort Point, like you said. Quickly made their way to the top of the best brewers in the world 100 list beginning in 2014. Oh. So instantly shot up the charts. Uh, from 2016 to 2019, ratebeer.com consistently listed Trillium as the third best brewery in the world. I mean, that's pretty mm. good. World. Worldwide. Ridiculous. That is that is a ridiculous place to land on that list. I will uh, just mention again, we can get this ship to Nebraska. Mm. Just throw that in there. <laughs> here's, here's what I found sad. Oh. And this is why maybe we don't, because this popped it. This popped up a, a couple of days ago through some emails. Like, why don't we have a Wikipedia page? Why doesn't Atlas have a Wikipedia page? Uh, Good question. The Trillium Wikipedia page looks like a hit job. Oh, it looks like it's it's a place for because anybody can update. Those, sure, yeah. right. I mean, it's just and and so that's you got to be careful with the with the information you get from Wikipedia. Um, I actually wrote this down. Their wiki page seems like a hit job. Lists only their struggles as they've grown from a very negative point of view. Hmm. Not like they've overcome these struggles as they've grown as a sure. brewery or whatever. Let's not highlight that they're the they were the third best brewery in the world for you know three years. Yeah, according to one of the largest beer sites in in the world. Yeah, you know let's uh, let, let's let's uh, some let's sour grapes them. sounds yeah. like was, let's go after them a little bit. It's bullshit, but. I don't. I didn't experience any of that negativity when I was there. Yeah, it was packed, and it was like a Tuesday. Yeah, when we were no, it was a Monday when we were there, and it was it was absolutely packed. Couldn't find a place to sit. Kind of went up to the bar on the one side. Everybody was awesome. Like they were fantastic, even mm. for East Coasters. Like sometimes you know East Coast gets a bad rap on. Yeah, you know they're they're harsh or what. These guys were awesome. Hmm. They were they were super cool. Interesting. Yeah. I guess uh, I don't. I guess usually when I'm looking at wiki, it's for like, what's the history of broccoli? Stuff like that. <laughs> so I don't, I don't usually business that, but that's, that seems interesting. This was clearly done in, uh, yeah, Some, uh, with, malice with malice, mm, bad intent. Yeah. Now mm. on the flip side of that, they have a blog page on their website that I have not seen necessarily from a brewery before. I've seen blog pages before on brewery sure. websites. This is, it, it's very dynamic. They update it often. There's really good articles, uh, blog pieces about not only brewing, but about sustainability and, and Boston and uh, that type of thing, in addition to their beers. Like, they sprinkle in blog pieces about their beers that are coming out, like this one or, or mm -hmm. whatever. But yeah, then the next one's about sustainability and what they're doing for that. The next one is about, uh, you know, their struggles in buying... Uh, uh, furniture for the brew house, and you hmm. know, for the for the tap house, and, and you know that type of thing. It's it's cool. It was, they must it was, have somebody that actually does that because a lot of times you'll see breweries that will have like a story in there. You know, mm -hmm. it's like from 2019, and that's like the last update. Mm -hmm. It's like you might as well just take that down, right? You know, no, know. this one. It, there were multiple article, multiple blog pieces from this year. Mm, cool. In addition to like going back into last year, so. So you said you when you were there you had IPAs. Mm -hmm. um, I went through their 
menu mm-hmm. because of, you know I saw the shipping thing to the, to Nebraska mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I was like oh well what do we what do we got here what are we gonna order uh, they're four packs or fifteen bucks for some of the beers yeah which seemed pretty reasonable to me now if that's without you know whatever those costs are but if you were at the brewery that's what you're gonna get seltzers they have their own seltzer line fifteen as well didn't see those when I was there but I, have, I probably would have tried one if I we had we spent some time so yeah um, fruit smoothie sort of beers you know we've seen those mm-hmm. here and there yeah 22 bucks mm. so i mean it takes a lot of fruit to make those it does right and uh yeah they're they're very labor intensive mm-hmm. uh then i found some bombers they have a boston stout they call it oh i assume it's like an irish stout kind of thin ish yeah dry uh not like this one of course no um, their IPAs, they had a whole bunch of them. They ranged anywhere from 18 to 22 for a four-pack, which is pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Um, then they had some of the Imperial things. They had Imperial Stout with Vanilla. That was 20 bucks. Okay. Okay. I, that's sure. That's all right. In a bomber? Uh-huh. You said? Okay. And then they had an Imperial Stout with Thai Bananas. What? I don't mm-hmm. even know what a Thai banana is. No. Uh, but apparently they have enough of them that they could put them in a beer. I only eat Brazilian bananas. <laughs> well, so. then you can't have... Well, maybe you can drink the Thai. I don't know. <laughs> I eat Walmart bananas. <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I get the cheapest ones. And then they had a collaboration stout with Prairie Artisan mm, Ales in mm. Oklahoma City. It's just called the Trill Bomb. <laughs> that's, that's exactly... It. Yes. That's it. All right. 22 bucks for that one. Yeah. Smaller than a... You know, the size of bottle you're getting with right. those, but... I mean, those guys are also stout masters, so... Honestly, if I had seen that, I would have bought that, too. Yeah. So. But yeah, I thought, not too bad for pricing. Um, the seltzer brand is called Soak, S-O-A-K. Hmm. And they had on their website, like you were talking about, cool different stuff. They had in their seltzer section, like a bunch of recipes to use the seltzers to make drinks, like mixed drinks. Oh, okay. So they had... Uh, here's the three that I wrote down. Uh, mango, oh boy, that's another word. Mango. Apertivo, maybe? What? Spritz. A cucumber lime spritz. Spicy pineapple margarita. Mm. And then a spiked raspberry lime ricky. So like a, a lime ricky is an old drink, and this is their version of that. That sounds delicious. So they were you know, very f- citrus fruity seltzers, and, mm-hmm. and uh, it was kind of cool to see... Um, that they branched out and had recipes to make mixed drinks. I hadn't seen that before. So you said aperitivo? Yeah. I had to look that up. I didn't know what it was. And an aperitivo is a carbonated bitter and low-alcohol beverage such as Aperol Spritz, which is made with Prosecco, Aperol, and spritz of sparkling mineral water. There you go. Huh. No idea. Sounds fancy in Italian. It does sound fancy. Prosecco, Pairs well with especially. cheeses and salamis. Hey, good thing you said that. We're going to the uh, food section Ooh. because, of course, ah. if you're at one of these places, did you guys have food there? We did not eat food there. We had, we ate ahead of time knowing uh, that it was going to be busy as hell. And, you know, it's good to have a little insurance on your side when you go to the brewery, you know, so eating beforehand is yep. always a plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's some of the appetizers they had. Just an olive plate. You like olives hmm. here? Just dump a whole bunch on here. Gross, no, but and okay. It didn't seem like it was a you know just a can of black olives that mm, they dumped on dumped there. On they there. were the fancy kind that are like a little purplish, uh, and, yeah. You know, weird shape and you know whatever. Greek olives and all those yeah. weirdness, yeah. yeah. All um, gross, but okay. Yeah, 
That's a different story. My own, I love my olives. Own, my own commentary. <laughs> Rich's you know, views do not reflect the <laughs> Dolan and Brian's. We like olives. Uh, $3 uh, for an oyster. A single oyster. Yeah. See, I, I, I think, and this is funny because it ties back to my trip advisor here at the mm. very end. Okay. I think $3 for an oyster is expensive. I don't know if, I, I don't know if my, if, if that's true or not. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. I, I get the feeling it's like Midwest has our chicken wings or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, hey, guess what we have? We're on the East Coast. We have oysters. Oysters. Mm-hmm. No, nah, whatever. Yeah, because okay. like in hindsight, I guess chicken wings are pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like you sometimes can buy a you whole get like, chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the grocery store for like eight bucks or something. Sometimes you go to places and it's like a buck 25 a wing. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, really? Really? Buck 25? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they got to grow those little tiny chickens, right? <laughs> I mean, that, that costs money. I want to know what they do with the rest of the little chicken. What do they do with that? Cornish, Cornish game hens. Oh, is that what it is? No, I don't okay. know. I, I feel don't. like there's more chickens in the world than oysters. I don't know. I bet there's more oysters. I would guess oh, so, too. Really? You, I, well, you can kind of grow them both, I guess. I guess. You farm them. You mm. farm them both. That'd be a good thing for the sustainability tab on their website. Maybe it's there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Six dollars for some mixed nuts that they mix there on site, mm, so okay. it's not the uh, you know Costco tub. Right. They kind of they have their own you know proprietary blend. Ooh, that was a good word. Proprietary, good. <laughs> got it out. Hey, as long as it's not fifty percent peanuts, then I'm fine with paying mm. six bucks. Um, there wasn't even any peanuts in the in the list. Even better, then it's totally worth hmm. six bucks. Almonds, pistachios, walnuts, and cashews. Oh, geez, just the pistachios, oh. I pay six bucks. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And cashews are expensive. Cashews are. All nuts are expensive. Yeah. This is crazy. You know what I like? I like a good Brazil nut too. Oh, yeah, I like those. Oh, those they're are, they're big and meaty. Yeah. yeah. Um, poutine. Oh. Oh yeah. Made with duck gravy. Oh, weird. Vermont my cheese language. curds. And then if you want some actual duck in there, you know, throw in a couple more bucks and they'll slap some, you know, nice duck breast on top of your Shred some duck breast on there. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Mm $18 for your big mac and cheese plate. Is it actually made of gold? Um, Velveeta gold, maybe. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But if you want to add some chicken thigh to it or brisket Mm. or duck, you can do that too. Now I imagine duck... Um, and mac and cheese would be very rich. I think so. So I don't know that I would go that route because yeah. then I would be hard time. Drinking I'd go brisket. A I'd go brisket. That's a Midwest yeah. thing, though. And then a hot chicken sandwich, like the old spicy style. Ooh, like Nashville hot. Yeah. Okay. So they had that. It's too. Boston hot though. Boston hot. <laughs> I feel like Boston hot's probably not that spicy. Mm. I don't know <laughs> why I feel not. that no, way, but it will punch you in the face later. Though. <laughs> yes. But then buy you a beer afterwards. So there you go. That's yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Um, we talk about, this is the, like the, what is this? Coffee cake, coffee right? Cake, yeah. yeah. They also have one that's called the spice cake, Imperial Stout. Mm-hmm. Um, they had for, I guess this was something that they made there. Chocolate covered peanut brittle. Oh. So I'm not, that's not a, uh, that's a beer. Like, oh, I thought there was like a snack or yeah, something. Yeah, I was like, oh, to go with it is, coffee cake I think it's like beer. in the, it's a stout flavor maybe. Okay. Huh. Right. Which I've never seen ever before. Hmm. Um, and then they had a triple IPA that was called Weather Observatory. Okay. And then they had a double IPA, so a DIPA, and it's called Max Legroom. Oh. And it had kind of like a... Like a Max Headroom uh-huh. kind of looking guy on yeah. there? And then just a pale ale called Hatchet. I believe I had that one. That one? I think okay. I did, yeah. 
because I asked when I when we sat down at the little bar area off to the side, I said, "If okay, I've had Trillium before. Like, give me like, what's your standard? Like, what's your, what's the beer? Like, you're like the flagship first, or yeah. whatever. What do you what do you give to people the first time? Like, this is what it is. This is what Trillium's all about. And that's he brought me back four. And there was like there were two. There was an a pale, an IPA, a double IPA, and then one of their stouts. And I can't remember what the stout was. Oh, and I was most impressed with the stout, quite honestly. And maybe it's just how I've had a lot of IPAs, and I'm kind of just IPA'd out yeah. right now. There wasn't anything wrong with them. They were really good, but the stout and this one here are really good. Yeah, this thing is legit. I got a lot of my research on this from uh, an article that came from vinepair.com. Don't know what that is, vinepair. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's 10 things you should know about Trillium Brewing Company. So I started writing some of this out, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to print the whole thing, because we're going to go through all 10 things hmm. that you should know. Okay. About Good. I Trillium. can drink some of this beer. You can drink. You can. You drink, <laughs> I'll talk. Number one, Trillium is brewed with love. It's brewed. It's a brewery born out of romance, named after a flower, and founded on, a farmhouse, communi- on farmhouse community values. By all accounts, Trillium should be the brewery equivalent of that girl in the crochet dress dancing with her eyes closed at a folk festival. Mm. That is descriptive. It is. I can see her right now. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Uh... (laughs) You okay? I was was just at the concert in my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Your brewski is named after a flower. That's number two. Trillium isn't the way you say trillion. It's a flower, Trillium. And that's because co-founder JC is a self-described botany nerd. Wow. He likes himself some botany. That's a really specific nerdery to be into. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. There's a whole TikTok on it. On on botany? Yeah, it's like botany TikTok. I bet you that's a hopping spot. I bet it is. (laughs) I don't have the TikTok, but... Yeah. I, if I did, I would definitely... There are no scantily clad women dancing on that page. You've got to go to the folk <laughs> uh, concert yes. TikTok yeah. for that one. Yes. With the crocheted dress. Number three, Trillium <laughs> is greedy for flavor. Oh. And that's awesome. Trillium has a farmhouse mentality. Think wild yeast barrel aging with a slightly with a slight tendency towards mad science. Oh. I like that a lot, A little too. out of control. I yeah. like that, too. A little crazy. Yeah, I like it. Don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, they're into drinking and yoga and food. I'm into two of those things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me right. too. Me too. You can guess on which ones probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trillium holds events like Sweat and Sip, where an hour-long uh, yogi master, yogi master, yeah, yogi, yeah. Uh, has a session followed up with uh, cold beer. Now, wow. you could trick me into doing some yoga if there was beer at the end of it. They just put it a little bit out of your reach. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. okay. I just come to the thing at like, you know, 55 minute time mm. and then sneak in the back. Brian, you're late. Well, I'm here. I, it is traffic. Mm. <laughs> is it beer time? <laughs> Trillium is into futuristic hopping. Mm. Not like jumping, like hopping. Right. Hops is, uh, over the course of an all-star brewing party called the Beer Camp Across America, the folks at Trillium stumbled across across something called lupulin powder, basically the powdered es- essence of flash frozen hops. So Another like ground up, or ground something. up, flash frozen, ground up hops. Another brewing with Beer it. Camp is that what you said? Beer Camp Across America. I remember when Sierra Nevada did that. Yeah, they used to have like a big box, mm. and they would. It was kind of like a collaboration event, and they would 
work with other breweries from all all over the United States. Interesting. And it was called Beer Camp. That yeah. was I haven't thought of that in a long time. That was like ten years ago. I don't think they still do it anymore. I, I mean, I guess back then that's that was cool. I, I it was because it was like you couldn't get right. a lot of these breweries any other way. Hmm. Hmm. I'd, I'd be into that right now. That's weird. I haven't thought of that in forever. Uh, we talked about this one already. Ready? Trillium was one of the top ten brewers in the world in 2016, the year the Cubs won the World Series. Oh, that was a, that was a good year. Yeah, it was. It's the year after the Royals won. Uh, Trillium knows its glassware. You can drink beer out of almost anything that'll hold it, but just like wine, certain beers yield a bit more of their character in specific glassware. Among the bountiful swag available at its online store, Trillium offers a variety of beer glass specific glasses. That will make you never regret using, or always regret using a solo cup. That's true. I yes. did. I did look at their website, and they had a lot of a lot of glassware. There's nothing um, more discouraging to me than when you go to the brewery and they just give it to you in the pint glass. Uh, that's lazy. No matter what it is, lazy. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that. I want to. I want to order a beer. Then I want the beer tender to turn around and scan. Yeah, the wall of glasses to pick the right one. Yeah, right, and have he or she know if I ordered this beer, this is, goes in this glass. Like have yeah. that knowledge. I mean, it's it's on purpose that somebody mm-hmm. figured this out, right? So yep. it doesn't have to go into the plastic solo cup. We can in a pinch, mm-hmm. but uh, it, 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 yeah, just don't do that. I'm looking for the date on this article, but I don't see it. Next one is it's only it's currently only available in Massachusetts. Well, that's not true. We get distribution now, so. Well, I mean, maybe yeah, to buy it in like a store, maybe shipping is different. Right. I think, but yeah. Uh, number nine trillium might cost you a trillion bucks. Okay, that was lame. That's what they said. Uh, one of the very very high price craft beer breweries out there, uh, but it does say that they ship, like we know. So, uh, well, and the prices I saw wasn't out of this world. No, so. I don't think so either. So, I, again, I think maybe this article was a little old. Um, and then finally, one of its beers is named after an incredibly bizarre naked David Hasselhoff photo. David, uh, is it about a cheeseburger? Mm, it's called Covered in Puppies. Oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think they're like, uh, what's that dog that's real wrinkly? Not the pug. Uh, yeah. Sharpe? Yeah, I think that's right. It's a right. bunch of Sharpays. If I, if I remember my internet perusing, mm. I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of Sharpays and a naked David Hasselhoff. Weird. Yeah. Maybe Nathan could use that photo, <laughs> even though we're not drinking that beer for the, yeah. uh, for the cover art mm. for, this, uh, for this episode. I might have to get that on my phone just as a wallpaper on my screen. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a double. Covered in Puppies is a juicy, fruity double IPA with notes of warm bread and tropical fruit. Hmm. And a little David Hasselhoff sweat to uh, round just out right. the flavor profile. That was pre-Baywatch. It's like Night Rider time frame, oh, I Knight think. Rider. So, Kit would have been jealous. Uh oh, going in for seconds. Yeah. This is this is good, and I, you know, I'm not generally a cinnamon fan. Yeah, I do enjoy the cinnamon in this one a lot. Or a stout fan. I'm, He's getting there. I'm getting better. Getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah. I just saw a Facebook thing. And my memories, and it was like two years ago, three years ago, and it's, it was from him. Mm-hmm. It was like, trying to get into stouts. I know, I'm trying. Here we are. Yeah. You brought it back. <laughs> what have you done to me? 
I think I said that before. I think I've texted you. Yeah. What, what have you done? What have you done to me? Yep. yep. Um, here's what I got for us. I thought, you know what? You went there. You know all about the place. Yep. I want to learn a little bit about the beer we are making or, or the flavors profile. Coffee cake. So we're going to talk about coffee cake. Mm. What is it? Where did it come from? Okay. Um, April 7th is National Coffee Cake Day. So coming up. Okay. Um, there's a, you know, a day for everything. Yeah. So why not coffee cake? Uh, coffee cake is a sponge cake flavored with coffee. So that's what it's supposed to be. Mm. Or it can be sweet. So coffee usually is not sweet, sometimes bitter, right? Right. It's kind of... Well, I, hope it, yeah, I hope it is. Getting some of this bittery mm. sort of, you know, mm-hmm. those, those flavors here. Yep. Um, usually a coffee cake is a circle shape. Um, like a true coffee cake okay. is, is circular. Like a bunt cake? Kind of, yeah, in that okay. shape. Okay. Um, I think what I found out was it's been around for a long time. It comes from like Central Europe is where it originates from. So, like Germany-ish, I could see that that area. I could see that, um, like Eastern France. The idea of it was it probably wasn't very sweet, but to them it was, and they would eat it while they were drinking like bitter coffee or tea. So it was a way to like cut that mm. the sharpness of those things with this sweet sensation. So that's the reason why it was there. The um, area it was from was already kind of known for sweet pastry sort of you know things that they made. So it kind of just grew out of that um german and scandinavian countries that's where most of this came from and then they brought that sort of uh mentality and also some of their recipes to the united states so a lot of um midwestern areas you will see this on like the menu at a restaurant or something like nowadays but Mm -hmm. or 100 years ago something like that that's kind of where it came from um pasteurization so, you know, mm-hmm. Louis Pasteur. Yeah. Oh, look at that name. Um, made it so that sour cream was a thing. And when that happened, then it was kind of incorporated into a lot of the recipes. Yeah. Because before that, it, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So you'll see differing things. There's either one with or one without sour cream. Is he also responsible for cottage cheese? Because if so, that, that's, a, that's a travesty. That's a negative against him. Yeah. yeah. Travesty. So, you know, drink milk, don't die. Cool. Cottage mm. cheese, not cool. Gross. You have to I love cottage cheese. Come on. Are you a small curd or large curd guy? I am any curd. I just like cottage cheese. Give me all the curd. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm not a None. cottage cheese guy. No. Oh, no. It's really good. I mean, and spaghetti. I've, I've told you my problem with cottage cheese, right? Uh, no. It's like bile. Well, that too. It has no identity. It has zero identity. Oh my gosh. You can eat it with sugar. You can eat it with pepper. You can eat it with vegetables. You can eat it on fruit. a salad. You can eat it with fruit. You can yeah. have it with watermelon. You can have Spaghetti. it as a side dish. You can have it. It has zero identity. Mm. None whatsoever. Well, you can say the same thing about grits, can't you? No, grits are delicious. <laughs> you watch your mouth. Grits are delicious. I don't wow. like grits. Grits. Okay, so we got, yeah. Carry on. I'm not, I'm not, a, yeah. Grits are grainy to me oh, I but love, i love them I'd, I'd eat 10 bowls of grits before i eat a spoonful of cottage cheese 100 percent. it's just gross yep um 1850 first advertisement for coffee cake okay in the united states like in a newspaper hmm. in 1763 it's published in germany so they're talking about it and and like sharing recipes like you do now um where you have to read 
nine scrolls down of, mm. you know, this lady's life story about how to make the pot roast, right. whatever they right. do, you know? Yeah. And then you finally, there's like this much about the actual what you need to do to make the food. And there's always like six ads that are videos and you click on it and it's mm-hmm. an ad and it's yeah. not like the video on how to make whatever you're trying yeah. to make. Yeah, and it's like, you know, Tom really, when he gets home from work and, and the kids are <laughs> fussing, I like to have this prepped ahead of, no, I don't care <laughs> how much, whatever. How many, okay. many carrots am I putting in this thing? That's what I want to know, that sort of stuff. Um, 1950, here comes this thing, the Bunt cake. Mm-hmm. It was not around before that. Before 1950. Really? The pan. The pan. Yeah. So now you'll see them with a hole in the middle. Yes. So round with a hole in the middle, that's kind of the standard. So this looks like not. It's not. No, no. Definitely what not. What we would, what uh-uh. they say is a coffee cake. Mm. Now, I think a lot of times any sort of like sweet thing is labeled as a coffee cake. Sure. Um, anything with streusel on it sometimes. Mm. Uh, but technically speaking, not coffee cake and most of them in the united states aren't even have coffee in them anymore they're not flavored that way lame but that's why they are called coffee cake because they were flavored with coffee and or some like tea at that point it's just cake right yeah but i guess people you know don't want to say they're having cake for breakfast but if you say coffee cake then it's like okay i can have some coffee cake okay but you're like hey i'm gonna have birthday cake for breakfast they're like nope that's bad for me birthday cake for breakfast is awesome Cake in any time, I think, is pretty awesome. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> birthday cake is like one step away from pancakes. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, they're, they're virtually the same ingredients. You're covering it in maple syrup. You're um, yeah. yeah. Come on, don't be don't be ashamed. That sounds good, right? Yeah, that'd go good with this uh, stout. Yeah. I would drink the stout for breakfast too. Honestly, <laughs> mm, I am. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what I got yeah. for us for coffee cake. As it warms up, it really the cinnamon really comes out more. I think. I think way more, and you get more bitterness, like the coffee bitterness, mm-hmm. sort of, from it. It finishes more like coffee to me than beer. You know, like a beer. Absolutely. Yeah. It just tastes like it was a coffee that I had sitting on my desk, mm-hmm. and I forgot about it. And then I was like, "Oh, I'll drink that." Mm, I better have I did. some of that. And, yep. uh, it, yeah, and yep. it's got some booze in it too. Mm. <laughs> yep. Dolan, how do you feel about this? I like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I really do. I, I enjoy the cinnamon. I enjoy everything about it. Um, the coffee is more bitter than maybe I was expecting going into it. I thought maybe it was going to be a little bit more sweet because it is coffee cake. And the coffee cake I'm used to is obviously not the real yeah. coffee cake, right? Mm. So I thought it would be a little bit more sweet cinnamon. I thought there would be like a streusel flavor maybe from the vanilla. Um, but no, I, I like it. I like yeah. it for what it is. I appreciate that it doesn't really have that much sweetness. You know, there's yeah. some. I was like you. I was kind of expecting it sweet. Mm-hmm. I think because a lot of the stouts that we get around here, especially higher ABV ones, right. are usually sweet, yeah. usually got milk sugar in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of refreshing isn't the right term, but it's nice to have a beer like that that isn't, you know, diabetes in a glass. Yeah. like I like it. That's yeah. one of the reasons I like just straight barrel-aged stouts you can't hardly find anymore right because you just get that roasty warmness without all the sugar i believe i i don't know if this is a tease or not i believe we've got a straight barrel aged no we do we have a straight barrel aged stout coming up here in a couple weeks Ooh. i picked it up while i was in kansas i'll i'll come have some of that you want to have some of that yeah, I will. you want to do that <laughs> yeah i'll be here Uh, okay, so TripAdvisor. Now, keep in mind, I was here. Yeah. 
I saw people eating. I saw people enjoying their food. I saw them eating the oysters that they're talking about. That he's oh, talking yeah. about here. Okay. So four and four point five out of five on one hundred nineteen reviews. So a good a good yeah. chunk. I instantly went to there were two negative reviews. One of them was the guy that wrote the wiki page. <sighs> Probably I don't know. Okay, we'll so find here's, out. Here's the title of his <laughs> TripAdvisor review: No shuck, all jive. Shuck and jive. Shuck and jive. It's an oyster pun, too. Ooh. I like it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's right. clever. Okay, here we go. Walked eight miles across Boston for oysters and beer at this brewery. First off... Braggy. Get out of here. Right. Eight miles. Eight miles, yeah. Because... Uh, you're going to walk in Boston anyway. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Just whatever. Shut up. Drop Shut up. that part out. Just because your Apple Watch told you you walked eight miles doesn't doesn't give eight you miles. the little badge or whatever. Whatever. M&M. whatever. Get out of here. I'm already, I'm already annoyed with this and guy. Because you walked eight miles doesn't mean it's their fault. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's it's super like, pat myself on the back. I had walked so far. Look at me. I don't like this already. Yeah, exactly. First sentence in. <laughs> Having carefully looked at one menu at the one menu on their website, which is also mounted at the front entrance, claiming every day from 11 to 11. I don't know what claiming 11 to 11 is. Like they're open or something? Okay, maybe fine. I forgot I don't know, the maybe. word. Okay. Well, you're there. So, not true, exclamation point. They had a lame brunch menu instead, and I saw not one customer eating a waffle or other breakfast food. It's because it's supposed to be a brewery, exclamation point. With a raw bar menu, that was my reason for going to this place in the first place. Terrible manager making excuses, had one flat beer, and left hungry. Fix your website and lose the brunch. <laughs> what a dickhead. Yeah. I. Uh, Damn. Yeah. None of these things, I, I can tell you having just recently been, and this was done in, in 2020. Yeah. So, one, have some patience, yo. Two... I can tell you I've been here. These things aren't true. Like, I watched people eating oysters there. Yeah. I actually thought, all right, if I didn't have to speak the next day, I might actually have a couple oysters or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not sure how that would react to my stomach. Sure. So I, I tended to stay away from them. It's a good call. More my call than it is. But they look delicious. So there you go. And the beer is not flat. He's just, I don't know what he's looking for. I don't know either, but it wasn't a waffle, apparently. No one was eating a waffle or breakfast food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that review at all. People are idiots. I mean, they <laughs> I do really like are. that he took the time to write it all down, though. That was great. <laughs> I can only just imagine him just, just, just angrily angry, angry thumb typing as he sits in the brewery drinking his flat beer that he thinks is flat or something. I, I looked carefully. Yeah, whatever. At the menu, and they had it posted to. I Not bet true. you if he walked, you know, maybe half a mile more, he could have got an oyster somewhere. Right. right I'm just man. guessing. Yeah. Uh, well, you can please some of the people some of the time. You can't please them all. Right. Some of the time. Untapped. <laughs> 3,800 check-ins for this beer right here. And they do a barrel-aged version of this, too, which is Wait, interesting. Wait, what? Yeah. I wonder what the ABV on that one is. I don't know. Maybe we could order it and have it sent here. Hmm. Maybe. 3,800 check-ins. Where do you think we land on uh, the Coffee Cake Imperial Stout? 387. Three point nine two. Four point three five. Whoa. <laughs> Monster. Yes. That's one of the highest we've wow. ever done, I on, think. On thirty eight hundred reviews. Yeah. That's a beast. Wow. It's four seven five for me right there. I mean wow. that's that's good. 
That is real good. Now I want to try the barrel aged. Me version. too. <laughs> well, order it off this the is website. Just straight up, huh? Yeah. Order it off the website. See what? Anyway, what? I don't even know what kind of barrel. Rum, rye. What are we talking about? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but completely stain the glass. Oh yeah. Viscosity yeah. on that thing. It's one of those beers that you're never going to be able to drink all of it that's in your glass because it's sticking to the sides of it. You have to yep. use your finger to scrape mm-hmm. out uh-huh. the rest. <laughs> Just a good tip. Did you reach your tongue down? Like, <coughs> you know what I think is interesting? They have to put the deposit for the glass, you know, whatever oh, yeah. on here. Mm-hmm. Even for states that they don't ship to or whatever. <laughs> so it's like Iowa, New York, Iowa, Michigan, 10 huh. cents. So I can take this to Iowa and get 10 cents? Who gives you the 10 cents? I don't know. This one you walk across the border, and you're like, here's, oh, you got a bottle. Here's 10 cents. There you go. <laughs> I wonder how that works. I, I, uh, I often get judged by my recycling man that uh, because my recycler is so full of my, uh-huh. is so full of bottles. Yeah. I can get 10 cents a piece for those. Just got to drive them to Iowa. Yeah, I don't want to drive to Iowa. No, then yeah. you don't get no 10 yeah. cents. Yeah, okay. Well, recycler man can have them. Yep. All right. Next week, we go all the way back across the other side of the country and across an ocean. Whoa. Recruiter Braden Bokes brought us back uh, some beers from Hawaii. Uh, I went back and forth on this one. It's got a uh, X-rated name. Oh, I like X-rated. Get a little saucy next week, maybe. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so tune in next week to hear that one. In the meantime, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have some more beers. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>